Even when you try to maintain a healthy diet, it can be tough to get all of the nutrients you need for long-term health. Care of makes it super easy and even fun to figure out what vitamins and supplements are best for your diet and lifestyle. Go to takecareof.com and take a short quiz to get your personalized vitamin recommendation. Use offer code AMR at checkout for 50% off your first month of vitamins. Welcome to another Mother Runner Radio. This is Sarah sitting here in Portland with a special guest who I will announce in a second. Um, and this is Dimity sitting all by my lonesome out here in Denver, oh, but that's okay. Sniff, sniff. So <laughs> I have the pleasure of being here with LaJean Lawson, who is an adjunct professor at Oregon State University. Go Beavers! And um, she is also a in- longtime industry consultant for Champion Sports Bras, which are our favorite brand of sports bras. So welcome, LaJean. Oh, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Uh, there's never a moment in the day when I don't love talking about sports bras. Oh, good, good. And you and I go way back, so it's always a pleasure to hang way, out way with back. you. Way, Yes. Um, I have had the pleasure of being down at your testing lab at OSU. So, um, but let's back up a little bit. How did you become, I always refer to you as the preeminent bra expert in the country. So how did you end up with that mantle? Well, when it comes to sports bras, I guess that's true. Uh, I've been accused of being the uh, the number one expert on the planet, but I came to sports bras <laughs> like everybody else who's listening to the podcast today. It's through being an athlete, uh, especially after my first marathon when I ended up with bleeding abrasions on my shoulders and under oh. my breasts. I thought, wow, you know, there have that there has to be better answers than this. That was nice. So wait, Lajean, I'm going to interrupt you, you for bet. a second. After I said I wasn't going to interrupt during this podcast, but. We got to know, like, what size rack do you have? That's what I was so going to say because I'm there's not uh, a, there's not a whole lot there. 36B. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a high as a 36D during nursing, but uh, 36B. But I do I I will qualify and say that I do keep um, silicone breast forms in my studio so that I can wear big bras with lots of weight in them when I'm when I'm working with bras. So mm-hmm. I, I, I do get the range because Lajean is a very petite person. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she is very very slight. So um, so to think about her having all that chafing is I mean I you know I mean, but but that's a great point. I mean chafing. Thing is, uh, it doesn't care what size you are. You will still chafe. Mm. So uh, my first marathon was the year before, uh, in 76, before 1977, which was when Champion, then Jogbra, invented this, the first sports bra. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I started thinking a lot more about sports bras. My background was in clothing. Um, I went on uh, for a master's degree in clothing and textiles, ended up doing my master's research on sports bras, eight different sports bras, 60 women from A to D, uh, not only in different sports bras, but with uh, in the nude with only a, a little crosshair uh, sticker on their nipples. Uh, so that was... Uh, that was my first sports bra uh, graduate degree. The second one, my PhD at Oregon State University, has uh, to do with protective sports bras and contact sports. So, yeah, probably the only person on the planet with two advanced degrees in uh, sports bras. But again, I'm a <laughs> user, I'm a doer, and uh, over the years I've talked to literally thousands of women about their sports bra needs. I've had hundreds of women through my laboratory at Oregon State University where we absolutely measure down to a hundredth of a millimeter how your breast is moving relative to your body during running. And you've also come to my house and had me try on sports bras <laughs> for you in my living room. 
<laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> I'm shameless. <laughs> it's because Lejean knows that I'm. A, well, I think I'm probably a thir- I'm 36A plus. But occasionally, if she needs a 36B around there, she'll be like, "Oh, Sarah, can I stop by your house and you just try on a few bras for me?" I'm like, "Okay." Right, I'm on a deadline. I just got them. I have to send my feedback tomorrow. So. <laughs> <laughs> Because Lejean used to live just about uh, two miles from my house. so Right. So I'd cycle over. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'd gab, Five gab, on. gab. Yeah. So um, so tell us what it is that – enlighten us about what it is you do for – Well, at bra- this point in time with, with uh, Champion Sports Bras, I wear a number of hats. I guess I'll say that. So I should say I, won- I wear a number of cups. But uh, <laughs> I work pretty much in every aspect of sports bras from coming up with new concepts, design, obviously the research in the lab. I work with the marketing team. I work uh, in public relations. I work with the merchandisers, which get, which, uh, get great feedback from Um, our retail partners like Sports Authority, Dick's, and the, and the small sporting goods uh, stores on what women want. So I think uh, I'm sort of unique in that uh, I take information from all of these areas and bring it together to help create the best possible sports bras that are lab tested, tested on many bodies for fit, for comfort. Um, and, uh, you know, I just evaluate a lot of product with the goal of better sports bras in all sizes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, so, let's, so, so when, I, I'm sorry if you've mentioned this, but what, what year was that your first paper in? Or when, when did you, when did you run that marathon and when did you get this whole party started? Uh, the marathon was 1976, uh, where I really started serious research was 84, 85 at Utah State University, where, uh, I helped to co-write a grant which received, Uh, an award from the legislature in the state of Utah, a Golden Fleece Award for the worst misuse of taxpayer money. I'm rather proud about oh, that, kidding. actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so uh, that uh, that research oh was that research was published in uh, in a medical journal, the Physician and Sports Medicine. From there, Champion and other. Um, Companies saw my research. Champion was the first to come on board and say, hey, we like your expertise. Come and help us make better bras. In 1987, then, when I went to start my doctorate at Oregon State University, I did the first project for Champion establishing their MCR, their motion control requirement system, which consisted of saying, hey, not every bra works for every woman. We want to understand our bras, how they work on every size from A to D, so that we can label them correctly. You come in the store, you look at a bra, you can look at the label and see if it will work for your size, because clearly not every style works for every size. And as they say, the rest is history as far as my work with Champion. I've been in the lab for them continuously since 1987, one to two projects a year. So a great 25-year history of research-based uh, sports bras. Wow. Well, so tell us how, how, like, give us, I mean, what was your bra in 1987 look like versus the one that you are maybe designing for 2013 or 2014 at this point? Oh, absolutely. In 1987, they were mostly for smaller women. The original jog bra, which is based on sewing two jock straps together and really looked a lot like that. Um, Basically, all compression bras, uh, a few styles. I think there might have been six bras in Jog Bras line at that time. There was a new one uh, aimed at larger-breasted women, which later became, I think, the sport shape, which had the baseball cup, which minimized. And I think that was the first time that had been tested. So it was it was pretty small, one encapsulation style with adjustable back and straps, a lot of cotton in it. Mm. The others, again, very high cotton at that time. We didn't have the technical fabrics. 
um, things that we're working on now, a lot of technical fabrics, new ways of sewing, putting things together, a lot, where, a lot more awareness of the body, the size. Through some of our work in the lab, we've discovered specifically where we can put support, need to put support, where we can take it away and uh, not alter the function. As uh, you look around the market, we're more con responsive and concerned now to things like uh, whether or not the headlights are showing and the nipples are showing, <laughs> designing around that, and uh, always extending the sizes. It's wonderful, all the sizes and shapes of women out there running, and to continually try to respond to that. Mm -hmm. Oh, color, too. I got to say, color, everything color, was color. white or beige back then, mm -hmm. and now it's an absolute... Uh, color explosion being at the at champion sales meeting last week uh, with the, the spring 2013 stuff it's wow it's it's exciting i can hardly wait that's great well and i have to say i mean i um i've done enough bra reviews now i mean it feels like the higher the size gets or the bigger the size gets the narrower the color range gets so when you get up to like the double d plus like they get white black or nude like and i'm not and I know, I mean, I know that that champion is changing this, and I know that a couple other manufacturers are too. But it, you know, the, what, this year when I did the the Runners World um, bra review, it was interesting because, like, literally, like that, that's the first thing that all the women keyed in on is this is the color, and the, especially my bigger testers were so psyched to have some oranges and some pinks and some this and some that. And it was just like, you know, not that anyone can ever see their bras because everyone's like, I don't, I don't take off my shirt, but just, oh, you know, it's just nice to not feel like you're, you know, heading to the retirement home when you put on a sports bra, right? <laughs> well, absolutely. I'm, I'm 62 this year and I still like my colors, but you know, that's the great thing about running and being fit is right away you start feeling better about yourself, about your body. Uh, I think you take a little more interest in those things and there's nothing like a zippy new color uh, for me mm -hmm. to really make me feel like I want to put on my sports bra, put on my gear and get out and run. So it, Isn't it, that, yeah, it's so positive. I agree. Oh, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I always uh, have my bra match my um, clothing, and uh, so and it's like in case you're ever in an accident, it's not underwear for Sarah. <laughs> Lord knows she doesn't wear that when she's running, but if she's in an accident, her doctor will be like, "Wow!" And they cut off your shirt. Well, at least they're purple. I totally remember they did have to cut it when I had a bike accident. My sports bra did need to get cut off, and I was like, "No, oh, I really like that sports bra." <laughs> well, plus the other aspect of color is that uh, most of us uh, keep sports bras longer than we probably should. It's like keeping a pair of beat-up running shoes when the cushioning is gone. But and I'm the worst about this. Uh, but, you know, the white ones, they get all gray and weird. And I love the colored ones because at least they don't get dingy on me. Right. But you, you, you don't retire your sports bras when you should, Lejean? I, I mean, I can't imagine you don't have, like, two full drawers of them at your house. Drawers, uh, we're can like we... a garage bay of them. <laughs> um. I have access to several hundred bras. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a favorite style uh, from the 80s that I love, and I got a lot of samples some years back. I'm down to, to only two now that don't have little sprouty elastic lycra oh, things yeah, sticking yeah, out yeah. of them. But I, a little tapeworm. I know. Yeah. I'm trying to get – yeah, exactly, tapeworms. I'm trying to get Champion to bring one of these back, which I, I think I've got some traction there. But um, <laughs> in yeah, spite but of all the choices – uh, and I think I don't think I'm different from any other woman. In spite of all the choices, when I find something that really fits my body, my style doesn't you know cut in where I don't like to be cut in, uh, I tend to cling to it. Oh. 
<laughs> I gotta say, Lejean, I had my I've shown you my favorite champion sports was my original one, the that it hooked in the back and then it was right. finally it was for a smaller busted woman, but yet it still had the full hook in the back. Right. And then I heard from you, oh no, you shouldn't keep a sports bra for more than, you know, like know. six or eight years. So I uh, I parted with them months, Mart, months, and I parted with them, threw them out, and now I want to like go to the dump and rifle through and find them because <laughs> I switched for you. And <laughs> you talk the talk and you don't bounce the bounce. Come on. <laughs> I try. I do. I do. I try everything. Well, so, so Lejean, uh, let's talk about what are some things that women, you know, what's, what's the biggest mistake you see when um, you're helping women fit or that you, you know, just see as you are out doing your active thing. I mean, I see some bazongas going, oh, yeah. bazongas, you know, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, you know, as much media work as I do, and, and you guys are always talking about sports bras, it's amazing how many women I still meet who don't realize the variety that's out there. But really, I think this, the single serious mistake is not so much about the bras, but about us as women. And that is not getting serious about your own personal size and your personal fit. I see so many women trying to wear the size they were in high school or they're in denial about how their body might have changed due to pregnancy or nursing or whatever. Uh, we do oh, tend- mine, didn't, mine didn't change at all. Not at all. My <laughs> bras are just still so perky and round. Mine, mine didn't either. I still passed the pencil test, but we're not, <laughs> we're not necessarily the norm here. Uh, but lots, lots of us do try to cram into an outdated size. I, even with my research, a woman will come in say, claiming to be a 34C and I measure her up and, and sometimes she's not always happy that she's actually a 36D now. But, um, but, you know, it's good to be measured and fitted, although you can't always believe that. I had someone at an unnamed um, upscale uh, department store tell me I was a 32D, and I was never been a 32 anything, I think, even as a child. I'm definitely a 36. Um, <laughs> but do be willing to take a range of sizes to the dressing room. I, mm. I think that being realistic about your size, I mean, if you have to, cut the size label out or scrape it off. You know, put a Sharpie on it if it's printed in. Don't worry about what the label says. Find something that really contains you, that fits you, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, you know, and don't be afraid of that. Um, Take a lot of different sizes to the dressing room. Um, and on the size issue and the style issue, I think another mistake is thinking that what works for your friend is going to work for you. Mm-hmm. Our bodies are so different. Even at 36B, there's things that will cut into my underarms, which is with my build, that's a really vulnerable spot that won't bother anything else. Um, that cute little stretchy seamless that your running partner runs in may not work at all for you if you're larger breasted and you need um, something that's a lot more serious, maybe with separate cups, adjustable back and straps, and possibly even um, an underwire. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, and so, um, so talk, I mean, going into those, into the larger chest, I mean, there are days, I mean, you said you have, um, you know, you put weights in your, in your, or not weights, but silicone. What, what, sure. What yeah, called? sure. Uh, breast forms. Forms. You bet. Yeah. Into your thing while you're testing them, I presume on the treadmill. Right. Or I'll, I'll go outside. I have no shame. <laughs> but more so around the house or run stairs in them i love running stairs running down you know downstairs uh is is great uh test oh my gosh i think we need a picture of we need video of that for sure oh my gosh <laughs> but 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 you know let me say i and i want to do a little correction right here you may have seen it in the media and around that d cut breasts weigh 15 to 23 pounds that's a scary number and it's, it's not a true number so i've done a lot of research to try to establish how much uh different sizes of breasts weigh. So if you are D cup, probably you're around uh, two, two and a half pounds a piece, not seven and a half to 12 pounds a piece. 
Since 2011, BarkBox has been committed to making dogs happy. For humans, BarkBox is a delivery of four to six natural treats and super fun toys curated around a surprise theme each month. For dogs, BarkBox is like the joy of a million belly scratches. BarkBoxes include all-natural treats and innovative toys to match a dog's unique needs, including allergies and heavy chewer preferences. Not a phrase I say every day. Dimity's dog Mason, an energetic Weimaraner, is eagerly awaiting his first BarkBox. Dimity let BarkBox know the breed, size, and even name of her dog, as well as the all-important chewing preferences. And now, on the 15th of each month, a new box will get shipped to Mason. Each monthly box is themed, like Country Fair or Brooklyn Hipster, with new and unique toys to keep dogs engaged, interested, and happy. If your pooch doesn't like something in the box, BarkBox promises to send something they'll love, for free, because BarkBox is all about dog happiness. Choose a plan. One, six, or 12-month plans are available. Cancel any time. Free shipping in the continental U.S. For a free extra month when you subscribe to a 6- or 12-month plan of BarkBox, visit BarkBox.com slash AMR. That's BarkBox.com slash AMR. Woof! Thanks to StoryWorth for supporting our podcast. StoryWorth is a subscription service started by a fellow who wanted families to be able to share their memories and anecdotes with each other. Here's how it works. Purchase a StoryWorth subscription for someone you love, and each week, StoryWorth sends that loved one an email with a question about his or her life. The person either replies with his or her story via email or records it by phone by calling a StoryWorth number. After a year, the stories are bound in a lovely hardcover keepsake book. My husband Jack and I gifted StoryWorth to his dad, and we're especially looking forward to hearing his tales about going to medical school in Dublin, Ireland, which is where Jack was born and spent the first four years of his life. Then we'll share the book with Jack's siblings. For $20 off, visit StoryWorth.com AMR when you subscribe. That's storyworth.com slash AMR. So mm-hmm. rest a little bit easy on that one. Wow, that's a, <laughs> that's a huge disparity. I mean, that, that, that media, they're just lying all the time. My gosh. Well, that yeah, liberal media, they're it, lying about uh, everything, right. aren't they? They're too liberal on that one. <laughs> we need PolitiFact to fact Absolutely. Them, right? <laughs> Absolutely. But if you ever have a question, I can, I can straighten you out. Uh, exactly. around well, so that. let's talk about those D and, and larger sizes because, you no, know, okay, even if it is only three pounds or only two and a half pounds, sure. that's still a lot of weight. And um, I just feel like, I mean, I look at, at women with larger chests and I am really like, they get the badass mother runner status because absolutely. Have, yeah. I mean that, you know, cause honestly, I mean, and there were days where I'm like, that would stop me in my tracks. If I had to deal with, you know, you know, an IT band shoes that maybe aren't working. And then I had this, oh, yeah. you know, load on my chest that I had to carry, that's a lot to bear. So, I mean, how can you, what, like, what's the best way to minimize them? How can you help them the most? Uh, number one is avoiding bras with too much stretch. Um, and a stretchy bra, just like when you stretch a rubber band and let it go across the rim, the more it stretches, it can recover and generate a lot of acceleration the other direction. So anything stretchy around in the cup, uh, just above the breast, uh, you want to avoid. Firmer fabrics uh, are, are better, and especially be really, uh, careful about that area between the top of your breasts and the top of your shoulder. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the cup won't stretch, the rest of the strap won't stretch, but they'll put some stretchy little insert in there. So uh, really eyeball that. Take the bra in your hands and actually pull between the bottom band and the top of the strap at the shoulder and see how much stretch there is. Now, one of the things is you take stretch out of a bra in order to, in order to get a fit, um, usually have to go to an encapsulation bra with uh, at least uh, relatively it could be a C slash D cup, but if it's your cup size, your band size, you can often get a better fit. 
the breasts are the most um, uh, the most difficult topology on the whole body to fit. <laughs> you have the two mountain peaks, the valleys between, and all of this going on in this sort of small area on the front of your chest. So there's there's a lot to have to deal with. It, it is pretty complex. So the larger you are, if you can find cups that are, have the same contour as your breasts, uh, that is a great start. Um, again, um, adjustable straps. If you can adjust the amount of tension over your shoulder, you may be long from your shoulder down to where your nipple is, or you may be short there. But if that strap is loose, you will lose support there. Unadjustable bottom band on the bra is great too because everything that the strap does pulls against that bottom band. It needs to anchor, not be uh, too tight or too loose. And we're all, you'll note that even cup band bras come in two size increments like 34, 36, 38. So we don't actually come in those sizes, we come somewhere in between. So having three hooks or so in the back to adjust over that, plus a little stretch, um, is great if you're larger breasted. Um, I think, too, sometimes you don't get hung up on how cute a bra is. I mean, if, mm. if you're serious about what you do, it's like, well, if it's an ugly mother, that's fine. I'm going to wear it if it's what gets me out on the road and lets me move without without pain. Yes, I know at Champion we're always trying to make them cuter, adding the colors, but still um, uh, let go of your ego around that. Also, be willing to try an underwire if you never have before and you think, mm. oh, man, that's the most – how could an underwire be possibly be comfortable? Underwires are great because they anchor and stay put with a with a least amount of bulkiness. Those little steel wires are pretty small. Um, if you wear an underwire in a regular bra, a quality underwire in a sports bra might not be a bad idea. I know at Champion, we double, triple wrap them with fabric, so hopefully they will not poke you. Yeah. Another thing I, I sometimes get a little flack for saying is, don't be afraid to wear two bras. I used to oh. be pretty militant about that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, sports bra manufacturer should be able to make a sports bra that will support up to a triple E, F, whatever. And I really pulled back on that. I realized that in other sports, I layer for various reasons, maybe wear a compression short under a regular short if I'm uh, doing something with a lot of running. Um, so I really sort of pulled back and said, you know, if you need to wear a a very supportive encapsulation bra and you want to pull on um, a kind of a tight, stretchy, seamless uh, for an extra layer of support or to look cute, go ahead and do that. Hmm. I'm very pragmatic. Whatever gets me out on the road to move, to, to run, ride my bike, whatever, is what I will do. So as long as both layers are moisture wicking, um, i kind of done a 180 on that. Wow. That's big. That's big. So, so, but then um, that sort of brings us up. Another topic we were thinking about is chafing. And since you did research in fabric technology and all that stuff. So talk to us about chafing and um, like our, our, should sports bras never chafe? I mean, or like. The perfect sports bra for you, would it never chafe? You know, that is so tough because in running more than anything else, it's a cyclical motion. You're doing the same thing over and over. And uh, the, your arm is going to run in the, uh, is going to move past the same part of the bra. When you run, your arms alternate forward and backward. You have rotation in your torso. That little rib band goes kind of back and forth constantly. Um, so it's the perfect setup for chafing. Um, one of the things that uh, in, in a focus group that I did last year, and I think uh, some of uh, some of the women there were run like a mother women. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Is that for the first time I sort of teased out. 
the fact that it really is at 10 miles and above that a lot of chafing happens. Mm -hmm. That is where the challenge is. You can run, you can run a 5K, maybe even a 10K, but after a while, if your bra is moving a little bit next to your skin, the uh, top layer of, of your skin, uh, little cells will start to abrade over and over. And um, so it becomes a very, very difficult task to make the inside of that bra and everything associated with it low enough friction to not chafe. That said, uh, it's a constant challenge, one that at Champion we're taking a, a very close look at and, uh, and really uh, determining what, what it is about various bras beyond the obvious that will cause chafing or not. We have some, some great ideas on that that, um, that you'll want to stay tuned for in a season or two. Um, but the thing that you can do when you're looking at a sports bra, I do this all the time, is really look inside and out at not just the fabrics, but the seams, the thread that's used to stitch. And I literally will, if I touch something with my fingers that seems like a little itchy, I will bring it up to my face, rub it against my face, and see how soft it feels there. <gasps> but it just absolutely sleuth the whole inside of a bra to, uh, to make sure it's not, it's not chafing. Um, one of the strategies that I will suggest in the short term is using body glide, things like that, under your sports bra. I used to keep track after marathons in my running log. I draw a little sketch, and this is exactly where I chafed, <laughs> and uh, put on moleskin, various things under there to try to uh, to avoid that. Uh, I'm I'm hoping to be able to to, to query uh, some of some of our listeners on specifically where they chafe because I'm putting a lot of attention to that right now. I gotta say that was one one of my many proud achievements at Boston was uh, having no chafing whatsoever, and I was wearing our sleeveless another mother runner tank. I was wearing my favorite champion sports bra under it, and thankfully I borrowed Body Glide from three mother runners and just lubed up the bottoms on my arm Absolutely. and my Keep armpit and then around the seams. And not, I mean, all all my pictures with my arms up. I just look. I'm like, look, no hot spots, no blisters. I was so <laughs> good, so proud. That is absolutely amazing. I yeah. I know which uh, which sports bar you're talking about, and, and the inside of that one is extremely smooth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. It is. So, and how about for the the moms out there who are breastfeeding? Do they should they be keeping anything in mind? You know, um, breastfeeding is interesting. I did um, breastfeed for um, well for a year. But I've been asked, you know, if you're nursing, a couple of things, can a vigorous workout affect my breast milk? And then what should I look for in a sports bra? And the first thing is that um, working out hard will not decrease your, your milk production. So keep on with the running. There are several studies on that, as long as you're getting adequate calories. For me, uh, during nursing, that was, I don't know, I didn't like these before, but I would take Katie and this, my daughter in a stroller every day and get a maple bar <laughs> at Safeway. Oh, no way. Up in Moscow, Idaho. <laughs> did you I get, lost... get the kind with the bacon on it, or were those not No, no, no. Yet? This is just a regular one. This is a, this was Eastern Washington. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and after I was done nursing, I, I sort of lost my, my your taste, appetite for your maple, taste bars. maple bars. <laughs> what um, is a maple bar? Is it just maple syrup? It's, no, it's a long uh, It's like donut. a donut. It's like a fried donut. Like a, but a rectangular donut. Right, with, with, with a big layer of brown... Uh -huh, probably yeah. imitation right, flavor. I was going to say topping. <laughs> it's not even... I won't even say maple syrup, but then... And then here in Port like a pack Northwest thing. I'm not sure. I mean, I think we probably have them. Oh, we do. I, I, sure, they have them at Safeway here. Maple. Now, now I think we need everybody to to post a photo of the a maple bar they find on exactly <laughs> to show that it's not just some crazy Pacific it's Northwesterners so crazy. have this craving. Um, but I, I think I worked it off taking her in the baby jogger back and forth. But um, sure. the second thing is that the timing of your workout can uh, influence what's in your breast milk. 
very intense exercise, like I ran myself almost to death sort of exhaustion that gives you sore muscles, can increase the amount of lactic acid in your breast milk. And if you have a really picky baby um, and they don't like the slightly sour taste of the milk, the buttermilk, we'll call it, uh, they may be less um, willing uh, to nurse. Also, uh, Max treadmill exercise can cause a little dip in some of the immunoglobulins, which are what gives your baby uh, its uh, helps them to fight infections. So it's only an hour or so after the workout. So that's just, as far as your milk. Uh huh. That's that, only an hour after into a workout. Is that what you said? Uh, that effect of suppressing your production of uh, immunoglobulins only lasts for about an hour. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Okay. And then they go back up to so, normal. So yeah. Again. So if you wait, if you breastfeed ninety minutes afterwards, you're good. Sure. Your absolutely. Is, is absolutely kosher. Uh huh. As far as the uh, as what to wear, uh, wow! I was like I say, I was briefly of, of like a thirty six D right after my milk came in. I was uh-huh. pretty large, and then within ten days, I dropped down to a thirty six C, where I stayed all the way through years nursing. And about ten days after Katie weaned herself at age one, I went back to my to my normal size. But I found that wow, talk about really appreciating more oh. support during that time and during the year that I was a thirty six. It was amazing. It was just oh, like a cup exa- size. Yeah, I found that. I mean, I think I wrote about this in Train Like a Mother that that the first time I went running after I had the twins, I was so concerned about my C section incision hurting and it was oh no forget about the scar it was the jajung 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 exactly. of the milk filled breast and i was coming down this uh, you know where it is the alameda ridge oh yeah coming down, down the hill that, down a hill <laughs> and i just had to finally just grab a hold of my breast while i ran to hold them in place <laughs> sure, absolutely. and i just had i one just on had each hand, yeah. one, one, one hand one cup <laughs> one, yeah, one in each hand and uh gosh i just had newfound empathy for larger breasted women well, and, and you know, and as you go through nursing and go down sizes, even when you completely wean, I've talked to women who end up smaller, women mm-hmm. who end up larger on a more permanent basis. So I always suggest uh, get yourself measured, really check the size. You know, I mean, postpartum, the last thing you need also is a drawer full of sort of dingy gray bras mm-hmm. in the wrong size. So mm-hmm. uh, check it out. It might be time for, for a new bra. Uh, if you end up larger or during nursing, um, having that extra support in your sports bra will really, really be appreciated. I also found that um, one of the things that we do know is part of why we get the headlights is stimulation on our, our nipples, as in our baby's nuzzling, mm-hmm. causes the nipples to be more erect. So that's, that's part of why when we exercise, we, uh, we get them. And I would also find when I exercise sometimes, because of the stimulation, I would want to leak milk. Mm-hmm. So uh, fortunately, most sports bras have moisture management in them, right. and we'll kind of, kind of wick it <laughs> over the surface. But you can still get some, some dark spots yeah. uh, there, no doubt. Yeah. So well, the- I've heard it from a couple women that um, that they like to wear a sports bra just as their regular bra when they're nursing, just because it's easier to kind of manage. Uh, it can be. Uh, there are some that, that have front zips, some that have front adjustable um, support. I know Moving Comfort even has a style where you can completely detach the, the strap in front and let it down. I, I, I wore sports bras the whole time. They were even back fasteners, so I just sort of slide my arm out out of the strap and, and just go for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So in the about minute or so we have left, tell us a great success story about bras or, te- or you know, what are, what's a standout bra story? Uh, actually, there's something very recently that uh, I was in New York uh, earlier this spring to do a, a piece on sports bra interventions with Self Magazine, which if you go to self.com, even if you don't get the, uh, the actual print issue, there's a slideshow of the 10 women that I fitted. 
I had, uh, I was in a room with probably 250 different sports bras, so how, how hard can that be to get a good fit? But one of my testers, we literally went through in excess of 20 sports bras. She was oh. a, a 36C, wow. long from the shoulder to the nipples. She didn't want back fat showing. She wanted style. She wanted this. She wanted that. And she was marvelous and so patient. And after 20-plus some sports bras, uh, we found a bra that absolutely delighted her in every way. Uh, that was that was probably my, my most challenging fitting, but I think the moral is keep trying. Um, regardless of your size or your sport, get out there, try a lot of different styles. You will find something that you love and looks terrific. Right on. Well, we have to end on that note. Um, thanks so much for being with us, LaGene, and we hope that um, – Listeners, find us on Facebook at Run Like a Mother, the book, on our website, anothermotherrunner.com, and on Twitter, we're at SBS on the run and at Dimity on the run, and um, hope uh, you have great runs. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.